You are listening to the Catholic Exchange Podcast. Hello and welcome. This is Michael Lichens once more with you on this, the Feast of St. Conrad of Piacenza. It's a pleasure to have you here as always. Today we're going to be going uh, reading from Mr. Kevin Tierney's article. This is from a series called The Sunday Propers entitled The Desert of Lent. Every Thursday, Kevin has a series where he explores the propers of the Sunday Mass. These are the parts in the Mass that you'll hear change little bits throughout, but they are part of the liturgy, and he examines those to see how they relate to the Gospel. I encourage you to check in every Thursday to read these, but I want to read this one for this Sunday's Gospel, because I think it is very helpful to keep in mind as we're beginning Lent, taking up fasting, giving up chocolate, or in my case, giving up coffee, or any of the things you're giving up, and trying to grow in holiness. So once more, this is Kevin's The Desert of Lent. Christianity has had a long fascination with the desert. The Bible treats the desert as a place of great transition. It is where the Israelites passed through on their way to the Promised Land. In today's Gospel, it is where Christ goes for the period between his baptism and the beginning of his public ministry. As we wait for Easter Sunday where we as well begin our public ministry anew, the Lenten season, especially the Sunday, can be for us a time of training and preparation for said ministry. The dynamic is captured in the collect when the priest prays, What we may strive to obtain by thee, by abstinence, we may obtain by good works. Ash Wednesday emphasized that in order for our fasting to be fruitful, we had to fast spiritually as well as physically. Fasting from meat means nothing if we are still gossiping and lying about others. Likewise, the Collect tells us that for fasting to be fruitful, it must lead to outward action. Our fasting from meat is fruitful not only because we are not also swearing, but because in the place of profanity, we are using speech to edify and build up, instead of tearing down. Fasting gives self-control to help battle against the desires of the flesh. But in place of such desires, we should learn to see people for what they really are, a gift willed by God for another only through their vocation, whether it is the married or religious life. When we replace those ill desires with virtuous behavior, we, like St. Paul in the first reading, exhibit ourselves as the ministers of God. St. Paul lists 27 different ways in which the Christian exhibits themselves as ministers of God. And if anyone is looking for a place to begin their Lenten meditations, 1 Corinthians 6, 1-10, would be a great location. For today, we will only note that St. Paul's exhortations to Christians is to be active disciples. While Lent might be a time where we retreat inward via fasting and mortification, it is so we can receive the strength to go back out in public as an even stronger witness. When we read the tract, Psalm 90, this imagery of action continues. The righteous need not fear arrows flying at them or the terror of night, but that does not mean they will not be present. God protects us from them precisely because we will be right in their presence. Far too often in Catholicism today, especially amongst traditional circles, it is the temptation to flee the world at every opportunity. This is not what God wants out of us. While he doesn't want us to adopt worldly ideas and thinking, we are going to be in the world. We have 40 days of Lent because the soul needs to occasionally retreat. But that retreat is to always prepare for an even stronger advance. The method of retreat is best understood by Jesus in today's Gospel. 
After his baptism, he immediately heads to the desert in fasting and discipline, so as to prepare himself for public ministry. In this preparation, the devil comes to him to tempt him. He offers him several easy fixes for Christ's ministry. Do them, and there will be no need for ministry. Feed everyone from stones on the ground. Wow people by plunging from the highest of the heights, and suffer not a scratch. Acquire all the temporal powers of the earth. All of these things are shortcuts for the cross and Christ's missions to save us. The hungry and well-fed alike need salvation. Far from mysterious wonders, saving sinners is a grisly business, where you put in long hours of tireless evangelization, deal with a ton of insults, fall flat on your face, and often appear to fail just as Christ appeared to fail on the cross. While politics speaks of trade-offs, there are no trade-offs in the gospel. You must preach without ceasing. Christ went into the desert as a way of helping us to see these things. When we leave the desert, we have to be prepared, like he was, for martyrdom. And the highest calling is our calling. We had better ready ourselves for it in every possible way. Part of that preparation is seeing temptation for what it is, the easy way out, that is never fulfilling. Lent helps us to do that by teaching our appetites to learn self-control, and that small bit of self-control can go a long way when we are out in the world giving the gospel. Once purified of our former ways, such disciplines, when combined with the sacraments, help us to join the company of the redeemed. That, once more, was Kevin Tierney from his Sunday Proper's piece, The Desert of Lent. Go attends a traditional Latin Mass, and this is often what he's writing towards, but this is helpful for every Catholic who attends a Sunday Mass, as often these propers are the same throughout. I really like to have these on our site, and I hope they are of help to you, especially during this period of Lent. Once more, this is Michael Litchens with Catholic Exchange. I thank you very much for joining me. Today, as I mentioned, is the Feast of St. Conrad of Piacenza. We are still in the second day of Lent. May St. Conrad's prayers and the prayers of the Holy Spirit help us always. God love you. Have a wonderful day.